0: You have your bibles if you will turn with me to the book of philippians we'll be reading from the fourth chapter and i'd like to say a special thank you to pastor holmes and for what he's meant to us these two years that we've been here february be two years and we're delighted and uh, we're grateful that the lord has allowed us to be a part of the greatest church in the world And that's because of our pastor. One that does not point the way to prayer, but leads the way to prayer. Doesn't just talk about it, but does it. What a refreshing, refreshing example. Thank God for our pastor. Also, if you would have your Bible and you would flip to the book of Mark, And I'll read from the book of Mark first. Mark chapter number 15, verse number 31. This is at the crucifixion of Jesus. Likewise also the chief priests mocking said among themselves with the scribes, he saved others. Himself he cannot save. And you know that can be said about jesus but let that never be said about us that we saved others but we could not save ourselves and there is a challenge that paul said i fear after that i have preached to others that i would become a castaway every one of us has that fear as well and i would like you to read with me in the book of philippians chapter number four verse number 13 but this is my hope I don't have to die lost. Philippians chapter 4 and 13 says that I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. So the devil's lied and said you're not going to make it. And so for the last several hours since you've been in church the last time... You had an enemy sitting on your shoulder telling you the reasons why you're a loser and why you weren't going to make it too carnal too tempted too bad but i'm here to tell you that every one of us we can win in the holy ghost you may be seated and so for the next little while for two days now perhaps or three or more you've had to listen to every reason why You're gonna, you're gonna go to hell. The reason why you're not gonna be saved, the reason why your family's not saved, the reason why your friends are not saved. And so, the enemy's design, it doesn't matter if you're praying under a Pentecostal pew somewhere, he'll slip the thought into your mind, you're tempted in this, you're battling with this, and so you know what? You're just a no good loser. And you're going to wind up lost one of these days. While well, you've been driving down the road and you've been tempted. You've been walking in a store and you've been tempted. Think about how you feel. Think about all the things that you've thought about. Think about, think about all the things that's been battling you the last few days. You're just a loser and you're not going to win anyway. Well, I'm here to tell you that I can win by the Holy Ghost. And you can win by the Holy Ghost. And so... If the devil's going to tell you all the reasons why you're a loser, just for a little while, let me just give you a lot of reasons why you can win. One of the reasons why you can win, because the Bible says, if God be for us, then who can be against us? You see, the devil wants to tell you all the people that's quit, rather than show you all the people that hung in there until the end. I said the devil wants to show you all the people that walked away and left God and backslid and said that's going to be what's happening to you. But oh hallelujah let me tell you there's a church full of people that's still on their way to heaven tonight and we haven't quit and we haven't thrown in the towel and you haven't quit either you're still sitting on an apostolic pew don't forget. Devil, I'm still in the battle and I'm still in the fight and I know that you're trying to torment my mind and make me believe that I'm a loser and I'm going to go to hell, but I just want to remind you, devil, that I'm a winner and greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Oh, hallelujah, and I didn't come to doubt about my salvation. I come to shout about my salvation. I've come to rejoice that God is greater than any sin that might have happened in my life. Any battle and every temptation. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Oh, hallelujah. I know the devil will show you that Demas quit. I know the devil will show you that Judas quit. I know the devil will tell you that the ten spies didn't believe they could do it. I know they'll he'll give you all the reasons and all the list of those that did quit, but I'm here to tell you that there's a list of those that did not quit. David sinned against God, but he didn't quit. Oh hallelujah. I said David sinned, but he didn't quit. Daniel was thrown into a den of lions, but he didn't quit. Oh hallelujah. Job lost everything, even the support of his wife, but he didn't quit. He didn't throw in the towel. I'm here to tell you that if you've been put in a bad situation, you got a God that can get you out of that situation. If you're in a den of lions, look around for the fourth man in the fire because he's somewhere in there. Oh, hallelujah. I said, if you're going through the fire, he's somewhere in the middle with you. If you're going through the den, he's somewhere in the middle with you. If you're facing a red sea, there's a God that somewhere he's about to step on the scene. well you don't know all the lies that's been told on me you just don't understand let me tell you something joseph was lied on thrown into a pit but i want to tell you what he did not quit oh hallelujah And there are those that are sitting beside you on a pew that's been through the same thing that you've been through, but they just didn't quit. They just made up in their mind, I'm going to make it. I started out to win this race, and I'm going to finish this journey that I have begun. Though rough the road and though steep the climb, still I'm going right on. Paul was stoned, but he didn't quit. Samson's eyes were put out, he lied, He betrayed his family, He betrayed those that were farm. But I want to tell you, there was one thing that was in him. He said, I can't quit. I'm going to call upon my God, even when it looks like a hopeless situation. Oh God, I wish that somebody's heart would be encouraged. You're a winner in the Holy Ghost. You're in the house of winners. It's not a house of losers. It doesn't matter what the doctor says about you. You can win in prayer. Oh, hallelujah. It doesn't matter how bad the cancer is. You can win in prayer. It doesn't matter how bad the lawsuit is against you you can win in prayer it doesn't matter what the judge says against you you can win in prayer it doesn't matter oh hallelujah somebody needs to understand you can win you can win you can win win. you've listened to the devil long enough somebody needs to stand up and realize we can win hallelujah hallelujah i know that the voice of the enemy will work so hard against us and it's amazing the ones that the enemy chooses to put into our life to fight against us sometimes it's souls that you would never expect those that you would never dream sometimes it's your own mother sometimes it's your own father But I say, thank God that I've got good parents, a good mother, a good dad that taught me how to pray, taught me how to go to church, taught me how to live for God, taught me that you don't want the scars of sin in your life. You can live for God. You can walk through this world and you can live for God. You can be a winner. But oh, I just come with a word for somebody tonight. If your mother and dad has forsaken you and if your own mother and dad has told you that you'll never make it and you'll never live that apostolic lifestyle and you're going to quit, you're going to give up, Let me give you some hope. There's a Bible that is for you. And there's a church that's for you. And there's a pastor that's for you. You can win in the Holy Ghost. You don't have to throw in the towel. You don't have to quit. You don't have to hang your head into shame. And say, you know what? I knew I was a failure all along. You're not a failure. The Holy Ghost is still on the inside of you. And the Bible says that when my father and my mother forsakes me, then the Lord shall take me up. oh yes he saved others but himself he cannot save listen to me there's a fight every day that we get up there's a fight every morning that we get up there's a fight every day when we go to prayer there's a fight that will attack us even in prayer and that attack is that you know what you can pray or you won't, but in the end you're going to be a loser You can give all you want, but in the end, you're still going to hear the words, depart from me, you worker of iniquity. And oh, I just come to declare war on the devil tonight. I just come to let you know that you can win by the help and the grace of God. Because Acts 1 and 8 says you shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. Oh, hallelujah. Somebody needs to understand you got power living on the inside of you. John chapter 14 and 26 said, I will not leave you comfortless, but I will come unto you. I'll send a comforter to you. I'll help you when you're struggling. I'll help you when you're hurting. I'll help you when you're weak. I'll walk with you when no one else will walk with you because we're going to win this race together. This is not going to be a one sided affair. This is not going to be something that I set out to achieve a goal and now i've got to run it by myself but oh let me tell you something there's not a one of us running this race by ourselves tonight there's not a one of us carrying what we're carrying by ourselves tonight but every one of us if we could just look around us and we could overlook the fear that's fighting us in our life and we could look up to that hand oh god that's reaching down to us And we could say, Lord, I put my trust in you tonight. Lord, I know that within myself by mid-morning in the morning, I'd have already made a mistake. And I've already made the wrong turn and I'd be on the road to hell. But oh, by the grace of God and with the Lord's help, I'm going to fight all the way to the end. And when the bell rings, I'm still going to be in the battle. And when the trump of God sounds, I'm still going to be in the battle. I'm not going to quit. I'm not going to give in. I'm not going to throw in the towel, but my mind is set. I'm going to go all the way. Scripture says that even our friends will forsake us. The Bible says that when our friends forsake us, let your conversation, Hebrews says, be without covetousness and content with such things as ye have. For he hath said, friends may leave you, others may leave you, but I will never leave you. And I will never forsake you. I'm going to tell you that if you want to lose, you're going to have a hard time. You're going to have to wrest your grip out of the hands of a nail scarred hands for you to be a loser. If you're going to be a loser, you're going to have to walk away from a praying pastor. If you're going to be a loser, you're going to have to walk away from the best church in the world if you're going to lose. If you're going to be a loser, you're going to have to jump into it with everything you've got. If you're going to be a loser in this house, you're going to have to set your course and do everything that you can to be a loser. Because I'm going to tell you right now, the winning sides living on the inside of this house right now. There's a whole lot more winners than there are losers sitting on this pew oh god oh god oh god oh god while praying today the spirit of the lord touch me so strong and and oh i want to tell you that the adversary is so real so real so real and so the adversary comes into your life and says Why are you even tempted when you walk into that department store? Why are you even tempted when you walk into that grocery store to purchase that which used to have you addicted to it? And now you've made your break, but oh, you walk into that store and you open that glass door and there is a desire there and there's an enemy that's riding on your shoulder and pounding your head into the ground because you know what? You were tempted, but oh, I just want to bring a message to the devil. I might have been tempted But I didn't do it And I didn't go through with it And you're not going to defeat me For the rest of my life I'm here to stand up and testify That I'm still winning I'm still fighting I know my mind's been battling me But I'm still fighting I'm still in the house of the Lord I'm still coming to prayer meeting And though it may be dry I'm still under a pew somewhere praying I'm still fighting the good fight of faith I'm still listening to my pastor I'm still coming to the house of the Lord. I'm still paying my tithes and I'm still believing God's going to get me through this fiery trial. Oh, is there somebody in the house that's willing to stand up and say if God be for us, then who can be against us? And I know the adversary's telling you that you're too addicted to the internet. You won't ever be free from the internet. You won't ever be free from the clutches of its grip. I'm here to tell you in the Holy Ghost, you will be free. You will be free. You can win in the Holy Ghost. You can be free come on turn to somebody and say i can win come on turn to somebody and say i can win Turn to somebody and say, We can win. We can do it. We can do it. And the enemy's telling you that if your family's against you, then who in the world do you think would be for you? Well, listen to me. I may not have my mother, and I may not have my father. I may not have my friends, but there's one thing I do have I do have Jesus on the inside. And when my friends forsake me, the Lord's going to be a light for me. And when my enemies come against me, and when my foes come against me, the Bible says that when the wicked ones come against me, that they stumbled and they fell. Somebody ought to have hope tonight, because if the wicked ones coming against you, there's a trap set in his way, and he's going to stumble, and he's going to fall. Oh, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I said we can win tonight in the Holy Ghost. I said we can win tonight in the Holy Ghost. I know, I know the devil because you know why? Because he tells me all these things. And I know the trick of the devil is to tell you it's because that Brother Holmes had a had a had a mother and daddy that lived for God all their life. That's the reason why he lives for God. And it may be part of it. And this brother and sister, they're what they are because they had a Praying mother and daddy. And they are what they are because of a certain, certain upbringing or a certain color. Come on, Brother Cole. Come help me up here just a minute. Come on, Brother Cole. Sunday night, we were buying hamburgers. And uh, Brother Cole looked on the table and he said, there's brown bags and there's white bags. He said, hey, brother, what's the difference in that white bag and that brown bag? I said, brother, about the same difference between you and I. There ain't much difference at all. It's what's on the inside of them. And I just want to tell you, if you got the Holy Ghost on the inside of you, you're a winner, regardless of what the devil says. You're a winner, regardless of what the devil says. It doesn't matter the circumstances in your life. It's what's on the inside of your life. It doesn't matter what's going on around your life. It's what's going on on the inside of your life. It's not what the devil's putting you through. It's what God has put inside of you. That's going to determine if you're a winner or not. And all you got to do is stay connected to the nail scarred hands. And say, Lord, I made up my mind. Oh God, there's not much difference in my brother, my sister. We just got to have a made up mind. We're going to go all the way. We're going to keep praying. We're going to keep believing God. If it's tough times right now, we're just going to keep holding on anyway. We're going to win in the end so what's the difference in our lives this week we buried my grandfather got the phone call we buried an 80 year old man my mother's here and give honor to her tonight and I do not wish to disrespect the dead neither disrespect my mother but my grandfather on my mother's side was not a praying man that we knew of a hard man uh, a life of sin hard sin We as children were unable to go around him because of the television that was in the home. Well, that's pretty tough, isn't it? That's the way my mother and dad were. We didn't stay with family that had television because it'd be too tough on the kids. And the smoke and the drinking and the cursing was so horrible. And if there was ever a man that I would have dreamed that uh, just, I would have never thought that that man would ever receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. A horrible life, a horrible life, nonstop. But one Sunday morning, he at the age of 79, my mother felt compelled to go pick him up from the nursing home where he was living. And she drove by and picked him up. And when she picked him up, after 34 years of praying, nobody in her family having received the baptism of the Holy Ghost, she lived it alone. She served God alone. No one, no mother, no sister, no brother. But at the age of 79, she picked him up. And when he got in the car, he started weeping and he started crying. And he said, I've been a bad man in my life but the Lord's getting a hold of my life. They walked and they put him in a wheelchair and wheeled him down to the front of the church. And at the age of 79, in a wheelchair, my grandfather raised his hands and began to speak another tongues. that the Spirit of God give the utterance. <laughs> you ever felt like you're living for God alone? You ever felt like it was hopeless with your family? But oh, if you keep on praying, brother, you're on the women's side. And at the age of 79, they took that dear old gentleman down and buried him in the name of Jesus for all the sins that he had ever committed. I'm talking about a man that would beat his children, hold a gun to their head, and tell them he was going to kill them and kill himself. I'm talking about a mother that had experienced a gun being held to her head said I'm going to kill you but she kept on praying for her daddy at the age of 17 she had to leave because he had beaten her so bad until she was bloody and said I can't take another beating but the God that I serve oh could her see a heart and the Holy Ghost could get a hold of his soul And he began to speak with other tongues and his life was changed in such a radical change that when he went back to the nursing home, that they began to do an evaluation on him because he was riding around in his wheelchair with his Bible, trying to tell everybody about this Holy Ghost experience that he received and how his life was changed. And that old bad life that he'd lived before, he wasn't living that old life anymore. And he turned to his daughter and said, we got souls to save And we got people to tell this gospel to. I just want to tell you, it's never too late if you're on God's side. It's never too late for your family if you're on God's side. It's never too late for your mother. It's never too late for your daddy. It's never too late for your family. You're on the winning side and you can win in this prayer. The devil does not have to win against your family opposition will come in the world and you will suffer persecution but somewhere we got to know that we're going to win in the end there's a time that he's going to try to wear out the saints but we got to know we're going to win in the end the enemy's going to sow seeds of discord he's going to accuse the brethren he's going to try to choke and devour the seeds in our life but, oh, there's got to be a made-up mind. You can choke me all you want, but I've got a made-up mind. You can try to devour me all that you want, but I've got a made-up mind. You see, my Bible says that when the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord... Oh, yeah. You just don't know the battle I've been fighting... You just don't know the pressure that I've been under. You just don't know what it is that's facing me. You just don't understand how strong the temptation is. Good news, the Spirit of the Lord's on its way to help you. Because when the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against it. Had a dream the other night, and I was out beside a creekside, and there was a backdrop of some trees, and uh, I heard a heard a heard a screech, and out uh, was a was a hawk that had caught a little sparrow in its claws. And it was in midair, and that hawk had that bird in its claws. out of the corner of the dream there was a diving eagle that came forcibly flying into the picture the next thing I saw was that eagle had connected with that hawk and all I saw was feathers that began to burst into the picture and I saw a little sparrow as the little sparrow began to fly away good news for you If you feel you're in the grip of the enemy tonight, good news, there's an eagle on your side. Flying to your rescue, flying to your rescue, flying to that rescue, knowing that you can win in the end. Let us stand. The Bible says that the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church of the living God. I just want to say fight on weary soldier, fight on, you will prevail. There's no gate that's protected from the enemy. Come on, the Lord is going to encourage some hearts here tonight. Come on, Would you open your heart to the Lord. Come on, don't turn around and walk away, let it not be said. He saved others, but he could not save himself. Come on, sir, you can you can do it by the help of your God. Come on, weary soldier. Let me show you all the reasons why you're going to lose. Come on, why don't you let God give you some reasons why you can win tonight. Come on weary soldier, fight on. Come on young person, there's a life ahead of you, you can win. Come on weary soldier, fight on. The Bible says that there is a crown of life laid up, not for me only, but for all those that will love is appearing. Come on, somebody needs to know there's a crown waiting on you. Come on, there's a statement, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Enter in into the joys of the Lord. Come on, do you feel like you're in the clutches of the hawk? Come on, there's a God bigger than the hawk in your life. Come on, is finances being squished out of your life. Come on, there's an eagle that'll come to your rescue. Come on, there's a God that'll help you through the tough time. Come on, is your marriage being stretched? Is the enemy told you all the reasons why your marriage is going to be broken?